welcome to Second Impressions, the show where we'll try anything twice. My name's Danica. And my name's Emma. I almost didn't get that out. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I was like struggling. Do you want to do it again? Nope. Let's go. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so, I'm just going to say right now that I'm so happy about what we're talking about this week because I, you know, Girl Boss. I've heard of it. I have not seen it. It's like the company that failed hard the first time that they launched and then they like relaunched a couple years later and they're doing better this time. Um, oh, they relaunched again? Yeah. Okay. Because I remember there was like that show about them. Yeah. On Netflix for a while. Yeah. Okay, That's part cool. of it. They've been around like cool. more successfully for a couple of years now. Anyway, cool. I follow them on Instagram just because they promote like good women-owned businesses and other, like, cool ladies that are doing cool shit, blah, blah, blah. Um, they <laughs> uh, posted a photo yesterday, and it is of uh, Heath Ledger holding Aww. the feminine mystique Aww. from the movie that we're talking about today, because it was the 56th anniversary of the feminine mystique. Rip. Yeah. But also, that's great. I love that. I know. It was really sweet. I was like, oh, look at all these things coming together. Love it. So I guess we're talking this week about 10 things I hate about you. Hell yeah, we are. What do you hate about me, Emma? Nothing. You're perfect and I love oh you. Oh my god, you're so <laughs> sweet. I can't believe that. That's so nice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, Yeah, so this movie, wait. No, stop. Emma, what are you doing before oh we my God. do that? <laughs> stop everything, Emma. Yes, Danica. What are you drinking? Uh, well, I just came from a yoga class before we recorded this, so I'm just having some water. Mmm, some agua. Some agua, some nice refreshing life juice. <laughs> Delightful. Yeah. Living that healthy exciting. life. That's okay. Yeah. You know, just got to stay hydrated. Yeah. Uh, what How are was you yoga? Drinking, oh, it was fine. We don't okay. have to talk about that. <laughs> uh, what are you drinking? I am drinking one of those peace teas again. Ooh. I know. I drank a number of them during, like, summertime. And now yeah. here we are six months later. And yeah, I was just grabbing snacks from the little convenience store across the street where they might be getting to know me too well, <laughs> which is fine because they're really nice over there. And I think it's kind of cool when you are like close with the cool people in your neighborhood, but not if they're creepos, but <laughs> these people are creepos. convenience store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great it's great yeah so i'm drinking the peach peace tea and it is uh sweeter than i remembered but that's fine <laughs> that's great yeah. i don't think i've had one of those you know they're fine <laughs> normally if <laughs> what a glowing recommendation <laughs> they're like they're nothing special i'm not gonna say you have to try them because you don't it's just a flavored, really sweet, huge can of iced tea. Yeah. Get Arizona. Arizona's better. And That's usually probably. what I get. 
Just yeah, you know, stick like with 99 that. Ninety nine cents, I think. Still, and ain't then, nothing to fuck with. Yeah, totally. Moving on. Ten Moving things on. I hate about you. <laughs> I only hate one thing about you, Emma. What is it? You're too lovely. Oh, you tricked me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is. For the third time in a row, no, this is for the second time in a row, a 1999 movie. Yeah. We did talk about another 1999 movie, but we didn't watch it last week. That's why I was confused. Totally. But it is another awesome teen movie. Yes. If you haven't seen it, what are you doing? You should have seen it. 20 years ago. It was great. <laughs> Heath Ledger, Julia Stiles, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, uh, the girl that plays Bianca, <laughs> and a uh, bunch of other people that I can't remember right now. Alice and Janie. Gabrielle um, Union. Oh, yeah, Gabrielle Union. And then that guy that played Bernard the Elf in The Santa Claus was also in it. Wait, what? Yeah. He was the he was the guy that was like taking Cameron around school and like showing him the road. Michael, that was the same guy? Yeah. That's all no. I can see. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. What? Yes. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, cuz I was like that guy is kind of familiar, but I've probably just seen him in other movies, but that was David Krumholtz. Yes. Um, also in Sausage Party. Oh, really? That's what it says. That movie was sh- shocking. Have you seen uh, it? No, I didn't bother because I saw the trailer and I was like, this isn't something I need to spend time on. Uh, Travis and I like went to go see it in theaters because we're like, this will be funny, I guess. And we like took our friend with us and... Um, his girlfriend, so us four, like, we used to hang out as, a, like, in a group all the time. She moved mm-hmm. away to do this, like, internship, but he was, like, still around, so I made a point of, like, inviting him out, and we'd um, hang out, like, the three of us, and this was, like, our first outing, I think, just as, like, a threesome, mm-hmm. and, like, we go to see this movie. Maybe we brought his sister along because we're also friends with her. But I don't think so. Anyways, the end is um, the movie was fine. Like it wasn't great or whatever. It was kind of funny. But then the end was just like this giant food orgy, and it's like seared in my brain. It was terrible. Oh no, I knew about that. I did not. And uh, yeah, it was um, one of those just like super awkward moments where. It reminded me of, like, watching um, a movie with, like, a sex scene with my parents when I was a teen. Great. Like, that's how awkward <laughs> that's, I felt at the, the theater. the best feeling. <laughs> I know. It's, like, so cringeworthy. Well, I'd expect nothing less from our good boy, Seth. Yeah, totally. God, you're so lucky that you didn't, that you weren't living in Vancouver during that whole transit Oh, yeah. Because it was like every day, 
every day you're on the bus or you're on the SkyTrain and you just hear, hey, Vancouver, it's Seth. You know what makes Vancouver even more awesome? Fucking taking off your backpack when it's in a really packed train to make room for other riders. Ha 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 ha. Thanks. I love Vancouver. <laughs> that sounds awful. It was like, it was done for good reasons. Yeah. And I really appreciate everything about it in theory. And then in practice, like living it is uh hell (laughs) but it's over now Uh, so it's fine well blessings cool (laughs) moving on uh yeah when i so when that guy what is his name david krumholtz uh yeah is that what i just said yeah i think so when he first came on the screen i immediately like pictured him with that hat that he that he wears as bernard and his like weird dreadlock hair that he has in that yeah. movie and um so 10 things i hate about you is loosely based on the taming of the shrew um by william shakespeare and i was like oh my god he's been in another shakespeare adaptation because just like that outfit i immediately just thought of like i don't know elizabethan England and I just (laughs) couldn't imagine when he was Bernard yeah just like the hat in my mind oh okay the way I was picturing it I couldn't picture the rest of the outfit it was just like the hat and the hair and then Mm -hmm. I just imagined the high collar and all of the other like floofy bits and um I was just like oh what other what other Shakespeare movie has he been in and literally like I don't know, five minutes, I was racking my brain, and I was like, wait a second, it's not Shakespeare at all, it's the Santa Claus. It's the Santa Claus, and the Santa Claus too. I don't know about the third one. Yeah, me neither. Wow. You know, elves <laughs> and Shakespeare have a lot in common. I think so. Hi, welcome to my TED Talk. Um, <laughs> things that elves and Shakespeare have in common. Um, fashion? Yes. Um, fanciful language. Yes. You could argue with me on that one, but I don't want to hear it right now. And, (laughs) um, uh, cross-dressing? I don't know. (laughs) I mean, maybe sometimes. Maybe. But I feel like that's a reach. Yeah, I don't I was I was reaching, could you tell? <laughs> uh but yes, elves and Shakespeare basically basically the same. I think so. Yeah, definitely. All right. Um have you read Taming of the Shrew? No. Me neither. And I was like going over the synopsis of it today because i was like you know what this is a shakespeare play that i've never read before and i want to see just how similar it is to 10 things i hate about you Mm -hmm. it's not that similar (laughs) it's a very it's a very loose adaptation and also because it's shakespeare and it's because because it's a shakespeare comedy it is very 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 confusing right because it's people pretending to be other people because he loves to do that and uh romancing one person 
and also romancing another person while you're pretending to be somebody else. And then other people are, like, pretending to be, like, courting, but they're actually trying to court somebody else. And I don't know. You know, it's just a lot. That does sound like a lot. Yeah. (laughs) No, I honestly, like, haven't read very many of his comedies. So... Yeah. That's me. The tragedies are funnier. Yeah, and it definitely in some ways. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, however, 10 Things I Hate About You is about two sisters, Kat and Bianca, and they're not allowed to date until they graduate, but Bianca really, really, really wants to date. Kat is the shrew in this and has no interest in dating. So, their dad, who is hilarious, changes the rule where Bianca can date as long as Kat does. And he thinks he's a genius because Kat never wants to date, so Bianca will never be able to date. And then, uh, Joseph Gordon-Levitt, whatever his name was, Cameron, Cameron, wants to date Bianca. He can't date Bianca unless Kat's dating someone. So they go, and they get Heath Ledger, Patrick, Patrick. to <laughs> try and date Kat. He doesn't really want to, so then they rope in pretty boy... Um, Joey. Joey, thank you, <laughs> to pay Patrick to date Kat, because Joey also wants to date Bianca. <sighs> and then and then people fall in love. And that's <sighs> the whole movie. Yeah. That is it. Thank you for coming. Good night. See you next time. (laughs) No, we haven't done either of the things we have to do yet. I know. Um, Yeah. So, first impressions time? I think so. Okay. What do you remember? Honestly, I feel like I came to the party on this movie rather late. Um, I remember, like, hearing about it as a teen, but I wasn't, like, obsessed with Heath Ledger yet, so I wasn't really, like, interested in watching it. And to be honest, I've never really liked Julia Stiles, and I don't know why. <gasps> so, I know. I know. Shocking. Um, now that I'm an adult, I have a new appreciation for her skills, and... Uh, but yeah, she's never one of those actresses that I was like, oh, it's a Julia Stiles movie. I have to go watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, so honestly, I think I watched this movie for the first time, God, late. I'm going to say like 17 or 18. That's pretty late. Yeah. I mean, we and... weren't teens in 1999, but. No. I definitely would have wa- wouldn't have watched it in 1999. It was like pretty raunchy in some aspects it is it's i mean we'll talk about this later but it is raunchier than i remembered yeah um and i think i've only seen it maybe like two times prior to this viewing oh wow uh yeah i mean it was just one of those ones that was kind of like off my radar and i had seen it i remember enjoying it so like when it would come up i'd be like oh yeah that's a good movie but like i wasn't like drawn to keep watching it Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I liked it. I don't really remember my feelings about it the f- first time I watched it, other than that I liked it. 
And I then I remembered that scene when Heath Ledger is like on the bleachers singing Frankie Valley to Oh, Julia Stiles' character. Yeah, it's great. It's a great scene. And uh, and that was about it, honestly. Like I didn't really remember too much of the plot. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you remember, when was the last time you watched it? I I couldn't tell you. I don't yeah. know. That's okay. I'm going to say probably like, you know, like early 20s. So like over yeah. 5 years ago. At least. Probably the same for me too. And I also don't totally remember the first time I watched this movie. Um, but I've always liked Julia Stiles mostly because I have a I have a little space in my heart for dance movies oh yeah and she, <laughs> she was in save the last dance mm-hmm. which i love and i've seen that movie probably a dozen times or more <laughs> and and i probably watched uh 10 things because of save the last dance mm-hmm. so whenever that came out i think save the last dance came out in like 2000 maybe 2001 yeah that sounds about right yeah, so I probably watched that, maybe not when it came out, because I probably would have still been too young, but I probably watched it when I was, like, a preteen or something, and then went and watched 10 Things I Hate About You, and love Heath Ledger. Yeah. Such a heartthrob. So we good. loved him so much as a teen that when we played King's Cup with our own home rules... <laughs> We made our own house rules, and we would leave the jokers in the deck. And when you pulled a joker, everybody just had to cheers to Heath. That's great. That's Good the times. best rule. It was, because it was just like, you know what? Let's all just take a second and remember Heath Ledger. Yeah. What a guy. <laughs> what a guy. <laughs> um, I like Julia Stiles for, I just think she's a good actor. I love her resting bitch face. Oh, yeah. She does that very well. She's got an amazing resting bitch face. I met her once in real life, and she was very nice. And I think, um, no, I'm just trying, now I'm trying to remember the last time I watched this movie. Um, I think I probably went back and watched, like, a couple Heath Ledger movies that I liked, um, or that I like, when he passed away. Mm-hmm. I think I had my own little, like, memorial for Heath Ledger. <laughs> I think a lot of people did um, yeah. by watching some of his movies. I think that, because he passed away in, like, 2008. Yeah. So I think that might have been the first time that I watched this movie. Wow. Maybe. That's not that long ago. Well, that's, like, still 11 years ago. I know. And almost 10 it- years after it came out. I know, but it's still, like, it feels, it's still a wound that hasn't healed, you know? Like, know. There, are the, there are the people that pass that, I mean, like, the famous people that pass that, like, you just feel it for a really long time. Yeah. Felt that way about Alan Rickman. Oh, yeah. I'll talk to What's people What's the weirdest one? Saying. What's the um, weirdest one that you felt that way for? That's a good question. Weirdest celebrity hole in my heart. I don't know. Mine is Paul Walker. Oh, I was like way too affected by his passing. 
Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and um, one thing that not a lot of people listening to this podcast will probably know about me is that, like, I fucking love the Fast and Furious movies. I, even yeah, you do. Even though they're so cheesy. <laughs> but they just, like, have a special place in my heart and on my shelf. And uh, fucking rad. Um, and then when, like, that – when the seventh one came out or whatever one that he, like, died during the middle of filming – Mm-hmm. They had like this great send off for him at the end of the movie, and I remember sitting in the theater with Travis, and I, and the end hit, and I was doing so good, like I was like, this is sad, but I'm not freaking out. And then it was like the last two minutes, and then all of a sudden I'm like, fuck, here it comes, and I'm just like trying not to outwardly sob about Paul Walker in the middle of the movie theater and then i hear this girl she's like sitting near me and i hear a big sniff and like little like whimper from her and i'm like oh god she's doing the like (laughs) yeah it was it was rough and shocking i was like i don't even like i've seen other paul walker movies but he wasn't somebody that i like kept up with or paid attention to or anything like that and then he died and i was just like what happened oh anyways that's me i feel bad now because i didn't really i mean like it was like very tragic but i didn't really feel that much because i was never i just hadn't watched a lot of his movies well i mean Um, like i was surprised i felt that way like the only movies of his that i've really seen are the fast and furious movies yeah and maybe like one or two other ones but yeah i was like the most upset and i remember when patrick swayze died i watched dirty dancing every day for five days like but i didn't feel the same Why kind of feelings do you always do this this is at least the second time we've talked about you just like repeatedly watching dirty dancing it's an exactly amazing movie. like jess from the new girl it is an amazing movie fight me I don't want to. It's a really good movie. I just <laughs> don't think I've watched it, like, on repeat. I could I could watch it probably every day. Um, A weird death, if you want to call it that. A weird yeah. loss that um, Keegan is, like, really struggling with right now is the Discovery rover. Oh. <laughs> Sweet Keegan. <laughs> because it's, it, uh, like died like it shut down uh recently because it was this is the mars rover so it wasn't supposed to be there for nearly as long as it was it was there for like years and years and years and it was just like trucking along and it just ended up like too far away from the sunlight because it's solar powered and it couldn't get back in time and Keegan was telling me, like, it uh, it transmitted one last message, like, a couple hours before it shut off. And it was something like, my battery is low, I'm alone, or something like that. Like, it said something like, I'm alone or I'm lonely or something like that. Oh. Yeah. And its battery died. But, you know, that was a good little, good little robot. That's, that's sad. That's sad, and that's that's definitely, like, a weird one that's going to affect him for a while, I think. <laughs> well, I feel for you, Keegan. Yeah, he's got he's got a bleeding heart for cute little robots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. 
enough about death. Let's talk about <laughs> something happier. Yeah. Like our second impressions. Yeah. So I'll start because my sec- I'm going to be relying a lot on you for this part because my second impression is not very exciting. Because okay. I enjoyed this movie so much watching it again that I literally forgot to analyze it and I just watched it and I had a great time. That's awesome though. Like that alone says so much about how much you enjoyed it that you were just like, I don't need to take notes. No, I was literally just like sitting on my couch watching it on our nice holiday Monday we had and just had a really awesome time. I did um, fall asleep again. Because oh I was my God. very tired. <laughs> Not because it was boring, but I only fell asleep for like two minutes. And then literally Heath Ledger like woke me up when he was doing that scene on the bleachers. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah, this is awesome. Uh, so I rewound a little bit and then I just watched it until the if end. that's how you woke up every morning, I would either get like so jazzed to start my day or I would get so pissed off. Yeah. I think it would be really great for, like, the first few days. Yeah. And then after that, maybe not so much. You'd have to mix it up with different songs. Yeah. You know, like, back in the day when, I mean, I guess there are probably still people that do this, but mostly not, when you would have the clock radios and you would p- turn on the radio station as your alarm. Mm-hmm. But there are stations that will play, like, the same songs at the same time every single mm-hmm. day. Yep. And it's like, no, I don't want to wake up to uh, insert funny song here. <laughs> oh, actually, <laughs> a really good one would be One Week by the Bare Naked Ladies oh because God. that's how this movie opened. And I didn't remember that at all. And I got so fucking excited. So <laughs> <laughs> you want to get really excited to watch a movie just start it with bare naked ladies one week oh and yeah you've got me hooked you're pumped like that song comes on you're just like yeah it has been uh-huh. one week since you looked at me yeah it's been we gotta do i think we have it in our like list of things that we want to do i'm pretty sure we have bare naked ladies down <laughs> i don't think so really i feel I like looking- we do and if we don't then that's a mistake that's an oversight well, I was looking through today because I messaged you about Space Jam coming to Netflix, and I was That's like, right. we got to do that. And then I was looking through our list to, like, make a note beside it, and we didn't even have that in our list. Something is wrong with us. I know. Well, anyway, that got me, like, that got me weirdly excited. What? Uh, fucking Bare Naked Ladies. Oh, yeah. Right. Opening the movie. I love how self-aware this movie is. Like, it knows what it's doing. hmm And it knows that it's, like, being ridiculous in parts, and that's okay. Like, when they were... Okay, so Cameron is the new student. So we get our introduction to the school through his introduction to the school via mm-hmm. Michael. And Michael's taking him around and showing him all of the clicks and i was just like these these are like high school clicks and i was very excited yes it. much better clicks had... than like in mean girls or 
what other movies we've seen with those. They're hilarious. Well, even just whatever we did last week, Never Been Kissed, like, it was pretty clicky, but it was very stereotypical. Mm-hmm. And this movie wasn't afraid to be a little bit ridiculous, which was great. So they yeah. had um, Cowboys. Yes. They had The Coffee Kids, which I love. Yes. <laughs> they had... Uh, oh, the weird, like, stockbroker kids that are going to grow up to be day traders. Oh, yeah, the, yeah, the MBA yep. students. <laughs> <laughs> that was very funny with their big, chunky laptops. Yes. And, and then they had, you know, the popular kids and the weirdos and whatever else. But They also had the white Rastafarians. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> How could I forget about those guys? Yeah, they were. Oh, and then the and then the preppy guys that were. <laughs> oh yeah, what was his name? He had a really silly name. Fogey. Bogey. That's Fogey. right because he played golf. Yeah, yeah. I really liked all those scenes when um cats like in her English class. Yeah, and I realized while watching the movie, she doesn't stay. For a single one of the classes yep. that we see. How does she learn anything? I don't know, because she either gets kicked out or she just leaves. And uh, it's amazing. Yeah. I love that teacher. Totally. He was very funny. He was very good. I found out an interesting thing about him. He was in an accident around 2001, I think, and it left him paralyzed from the waist down. Oh, my God. He's still acting, though. Like, he's in a wheelchair, but he's just an actor That's in a wheelchair good. now. Yeah, it's great. It's awesome. Yeah. I mean, I don't know I don't know what kind of accident it was. Presumably, like, a car collision or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is really tragic, but he's just like, whatever, I'm still going to act. Good for him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so the clicks are ridiculous. The teacher's are ridiculous totally in the funniest way shout out to alice and janney oh my god i was like dying during her scenes yeah that was definitely some of the bits that like would have gone over our heads when we were younger yes yeah um not completely i mean i did know a little bit about what she was doing but it was gosh she was so funny so for those of you who, like, haven't seen the movie, she's, like, a, a counselor or something like that. Yeah, she's the guidance counselor. And, uh, but in all of her scenes, like, she's just writing this erotic fiction novel. And it's very... Oh, and she's totally open about it, too. She doesn't yeah. try to hide it. Yeah, she's it's just very like... blatant what she's doing. Yeah, she's just like, okay, let's wrap up this appointment so I can finish writing my novel. She's, like, asking other teachers for words that she can use (laughs) it's amazing totally what else about this movie danica um i don't know i'm looking through my notes and i i know that i was um also enjoying it so much that my notes were very very short so i have something here that just says the belly and i don't know what i'm talking about the belly it says the belly oh the the fake pregnancy belly that Bianca and Kat's That's dad. That's exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> Thank <Bianca>. you, Emma. 
<laughs> okay, let's talk about their dad for a minute because he is also just like ridiculous over the top, but yes. in a very funny way. Yeah. So he's an obstetrician and mm-hmm. he is just very blatant about the fact that he's just giving birth to babies all day. Well, assisting with the birth of babies. He's yep. not actually delivering. He's delivering. <laughs> you know, he's not, deli- but he's delivering the babies. He's not anyway. pushing them out, but he's catching yeah. them. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's not the pitcher. He's the catcher. <laughs> and he sees a lot of like teen moms. And so he tells these horror stories to his kids. And that's why he's so afraid of his daughters dating because he doesn't want to see them like get pregnant and whatever. Ooh, teen pregnancy. But he's so like just ridiculous about it. Yes. He has this fake pregnancy belly that he makes his daughters wear to remind them of the weight of their decisions. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's really funny. It's awesome. Probably a little demeaning for the daughters, but I thought it was funny. I thought it was really funny, too. And I mean, Good. like, he's not wrong. You know, you gotta no. be careful. Otherwise... You're reminded of the weight of your decisions. That's right. Except you get to carry that weight around for, like, 18 years. Oh, shit. Um, I forget what happened to their mom because they mentioned it once i think she left that's sad yeah not a lot of parents in this film there's just no, like their a couple dad of teachers yeah oh well um <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking about i was like comparing this movie with never been kissed because there were a lot of sim- well and pretty in pink because there mm-hmm. were a lot of like similar um things because it's a high school movie so we've got a prom climax obviously obviously we've got another inebriated dance scene uh oh right yeah except she was drunk this time not high yes and actually that was about it Apparently that scene is, like, what helped Julia Stiles get the role in Save the Last Dance. You know, I would watch Julia's awkward dance moves all day long. (laughs) Totally. Like, as much as I love Dirty Dancing, I think Save the Last Dance would probably be my, like, repeat movie that I would watch again and again and again for five days straight. That's fair. We can't be the same in every aspect. (laughs) no we have to be a little bit different (laughs) yeah just a little um Um, i was also uh, this is something that i've never understood but i've seen it in a lot of like teen movies i guess is when they would have maybe this is also just because of the time that we grew up in the literal like party flyers Mm. yeah that would have the details of like whoever was hosting the party and how to get to their house and like oh dj free beer whatever and they would just hand them out in school or in this case just like shower like rain them down from the stairwell i don't know i kind of i've never seen that in real life yeah i kind of feel like who is gonna invite the whole school to their house though in real life um no one because that's how you get the cops to show up and break up your party 
It's like, yeah, that's just not how you would go about inviting people to a party. No. You know, it's word of mouth. Yeah. You don't. <laughs> no evidence. Yeah, you can't advertise for it. Especially if it's not even your own party. Like, they just, they crashed Bogey's bogus party <laughs> by making up a different party. And just literally the whole school shows up for this rager that this kid didn't even know he was hosting. Yeah. Poor guy. Poor guy. Um, if anyone out there is a little bit older than us and didn't grow up with Facebook, because that's eventually how we did parties, um, have you ever been given a flyer for a party? <laughs> did you ever distribute flyers for a party? I want to know about this, I don't know, weird, this weird way of advertising. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was, like, so mean of Kat every time she, like, tore down the prom poster that that girl kept putting up. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's so rude. She's just doing her job. Uh, yeah, I know. But that's Kat. She's, like, re she's a rebel. She doesn't do what people expect her to do. Duh, duh, duh. I don't know. I feel like they had to do little things like that to make it funny and not just so that we would think that Kat is a bitch. I guess so. Because she's not. I mean, no. she's not always a nice person, but she's also just kind of like not taking people's shit. Yeah, totally. So, I don't think she's a bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you think, Danica? Um, I think something that set this movie apart from Never Been Kissed was the soundtrack. Because this movie had a great soundtrack, and I'm trying to remember any song that was in Never Been Kissed, and I can't think of anything. Mmm... You got me on that one. Yeah? You can't remember? Mm, no. I, like, feel like maybe there's a song that's, like, you know, tickling the back of my mind, but nothing <laughs> definitive. Yeah. And I think that was something that, like, made me so bored while watching Never Been Kissed, whereas I was, like always engaged with this movie that's I true think it's like the power of the soundtrack that can like really make your brain pay attention totally and move the story forward i think that that is most obvious in um paul blart which had a fucking <laughs> rockin soundtrack <laughs> that movie had such a good soundtrack yeah and that movie is like so not as bad as I was expecting it to be. <laughs> yeah. And I think the soundtrack really helped. Cause Absolutely. It, yeah, it, it almost, it doesn't like distract you from the rest of the movie, but it just like adds a little bit of special flair. Yeah. For sure. And if there's ever like a moment that's kind of like lulling or it's just a little bit not at the same like pace as the rest of it, you just throw a kick-ass song in there yeah. for your transition into the next scene, and you're like, all right, I'm there. Yeah. 
Like, okay, let's go. Let's do this. I'm ready. My body is ready. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's, that's a really good point about Never Been Kissed. Yeah, I can't remember a single song that was in it. No. Ugh. It's the power. The power of the voodoo. <laughs> By voodoo, I mean soundtrack. Yes. It's basically magic. Yeah. It is. It's magic. Um, let me see. Do you think Heath Ledger is cute? <laughs> That's some great questioning. Inquiring minds want to know. I think he has that thing. He's not like drop dead gorgeous, I don't think. Like, yeah. I can think of other people that objectively just look more handsome than him. However, I think he has that thing with, like, his, um, well, I don't know. We don't know his real personality, but just, like, with his demeanor and just, like, the whole sort of package that makes him, like, super attractive. He's charming. Yeah. Uh, do you think, oh, God, what's his name? The... Joey? No. Um, New Joker. 30 seconds to... Jared Leto. Yeah. Do you think Jared Leto is attractive? Now, there is a guy that I definitely had a crush on in, like, during his, like, 1999 time. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually thinking about that <laughs> during... While I was watching this movie, because um, I watched... I guess it would have been after it came out, but it was, like, still airing on TV, My So-Called Life, which had, like, Claire Danes and Jared Leto oh, in it. yeah. Only ran for a season, which is a shame. Um, yeah, and I – so J Jared Leto played this character called Jordan Catalano, and I loved him. I was obsessed with him. Not obsessed. I loved him. <laughs> <laughs> so – yeah, yes. 90s Jared Leto is very cute. Yes. He's a pretty boy. Yes. So I can understand what they were talking about. Because they go through they go through Kat's stuff to find out what she likes so that Patrick can use that to get her to fall in love with him or whatever. Yes. And they Bianca says that she found a photo of Jared Leto in her room one time. So she likes pretty boys and he was definitely a pretty boy in definitely the 90s yes and cat would have been all about that my so-called life jared leto oh probably yeah have you seen that show no i might have seen no actually i don't think i saw it at all oh i know it but i just never saw it it was great i'm looking at a very old photo of jared leto right now and he looks a lot like zach efron yeah i could see that it's only from a certain angle <laughs> but there is a certain angle where it's like the brows and the nose and the cheekbone is like is zach efron yeah yeah but from every ever uh, every other angle he's not <laughs> Is he still a pretty boy now? That's the question. He's more of like a hippie now. Yeah, he looks very crunchy. Yeah, he's got like long hair and sometimes he's got this really long beard and 
Sometimes he doesn't. He's doing, like, his music thing now. Yeah. Um, he did look bomb at the Met Gala last year. Oh, yeah. That was dope. That was I, sick. That was a great look. Yeah, I do have to say, like, I love the, like, risks that he's taking with fashion now. Like, it's just so cool. Yeah. And I love that, like, men are becoming, like, more emboldened to just, like, wear whatever the fuck they want. I feel like that's been, like, progressing for, like, a number of years yeah. now. But I more, just keep, but I keep thinking of the... Like... <laughs> no, I keep thinking of when we were doing Fall Out Boy and we watched the Drunk History video of Fall Out Boy. <laughs> yeah. And they're talking about, he's making, well, he's not really making fun, but he's just talking about a, a Pete Wentz, like, wearing eyeliner. And Pete's like, I want to wear eyeliner because I want people to know that a man can be beautiful. <laughs> Jared Leto like, also yeah. did that. Yeah. <laughs> Men can be beautiful. And Jared Leto, I don't really like everything that he does. Yeah. Uh, especially Joker-related, but yeah, he might qualify as a beautiful man. Yes. Apparently, I was reading in, like, other country releases of this movie, it wasn't Jared Leto that she had a picture of in her room. It was Johnny Depp. I read that, too, because, I mean, Johnny Depp was just more famous. Yeah. So but they kind do... of do have, like, a similar vibe, similar look. Not a little same, bit, yeah. But a little similar, yeah. Yeah, a little bit. I think that that look was just like in, popular. I think that yeah. was the look in the nineties. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. They had, they had the look, <laughs> <laughs> but no, it makes sense. I don't know if I don't. They might not have known who Jared Leto was mm -hmm. in Germany, but yeah, that's cool. Do you have anything else to add? Um. How was your prom? My prom? Well, our prom. Like, yeah. Um, I was there, too. You were there. It was just... We talked a little bit about it last week, but not in depth. Did we? Yeah. Oh. Well, not really, but a little bit. I remember being just kind of like... Uh, it was fun. I liked getting dressed up. Mm -hmm. And we had, like, a nice friend photo shoot beforehand, which was awesome. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was just kind of, like, very mediocre feeling. I mean, it was like, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty much exactly what I expected it to be. Yeah. Nobody got uh, beat up that I know of. No. Some people got kicked out for being drunk. Uh, I don't even which remember is... that. Oh, yeah. I don't remember who anymore, but there were... Actually, I don't think that they were even uh in grade 12 i think that it was like dates mm. that were in grade 10 or 11 yeah um this is another thing i think i know that prom is like different in the states because i think that they'll have like juniors and seniors that are can that are allowed to go to prom but here it was like specifically just for grade 12 students mm -hmm. and this was another weird thing about the movie is they just, like, show up at the last minute, a whole bunch of them. They're just like, uh, actually, we're going to prom. And that's a ticketed event. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's supposed to be a ticketed event, right? You need to get your tickets, like, a couple months in advance. Yeah. So they know 
because they're supposed to serve you food instead. Well, at least at our prom, they serve you food and stuff. So they need a head count for how much food that they're supposed to have. Yeah. And how much seating. Yeah. And they're just like, oh, psych, like we're going to prom. And we all just like had prom dresses in our closet ready to go. (laughs) So that's the least, I don't, well, there are many parts of this movie that are like not believable, but they play it off. As just being like comedy, so you forgive it. But yeah. I feel like I can't forgive that part. <laughs> it's a ticketed event. <laughs> you have to buy yeah. a ticket. Yeah, you can't just walk into prom. <laughs> Don't they have security? Like, there are just a bunch of teens just like going wild. You can't just. Man, I don't know. <laughs> prom's weird, is prom what is I'm trying really, to say. Yeah, prom's super weird. Prom is weird, and the way that it is in movies is so much more dramatic than it is in real life. You just yeah. go, and you hang out for a while, and then you leave. You go to yeah. an after party, and then yeah. you get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't even think I got drunk at the after party. Did we go to the same after party? I don't know. I went to... um. Well, you can bleep out the name, maybe. Okay, yeah, we did. Yeah. But I don't think, like, I brought any booze or anything like that. And then it was just, like, getting late and getting boring, and it's just, like, I want to go home and go to bed. But we were, like, all the fucking way out in Cedar or whatever. Oh, yeah, we took, like, a bus out there. And then I had to, like, call my dad to come get me and maybe some of our friends. Yeah. You know what? I don't think I got drunk at the after party either because it was so, it was just like such a long day. I think I had like a beer. And I think also like she was very adamant, like nobody's getting drunk. Oh yeah, that's right. She didn't want it to be like a crazy party. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I think I had like one beer and then I was tired. Yeah. And I was just like, we gotta go. We gotta go. I'm tired. (laughs) Yeah, I think I did. I think I crashed there, though, and I went home. You know what? I don't remember. It was too long ago. (laughs) Yeah. What a time. What a time. I kind of wish someone had gotten punched at our prom, though. That would have been very exciting. It would have been something, because I just don't. Yeah. There was, like, zero. There was no highlight. No. The whole day was just, like, good. But there was nothing that was like, oh, my God. Remember when this happened? There was nothing. No. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. I guess that's fine. It's just a less exciting story. I just want I just want a story. I know, like real life prom is so just like not exciting compared to movie prom. There's all this hype around we've... movie prom and there was hype we've around seen so many now. Yeah, and there was hype around our prom, but it was just like not very exciting. Yeah, I don't know if it was the same kind of hype. It was just like, I just want to wear my dress and hang out with my friends and be fancy. Yeah, basically. Do you still have your prom dress? I do, but I don't know why. (laughs) I also have mine. My mom, for like years, was trying to sell it because it was very expensive. Mm -hmm. And uh, she just, like, wanted way too much money for it. And she just couldn't get rid of it because it was kind of, like, a weird color. It's, like, but it was very pretty. What color did you wear? I don't remember. It was, like, brown, but then kind of, like, an iridescent 
sheen to it. So, like, in some lights it looked purple. Yes. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. And, uh... I was. I remember when I was like prom dress shopping. I wanted a red dress so badly, mm. and then my mom found this dress, and it was literally like, the second dress I tried on. She like let me try on a red dress, and we went to like this trunk show to get the dress, and she loved it so much, and she was paying for it and all that stuff. So I just ended up getting it. It's just like whatever. <laughs> it's yeah. cool. I'll get a red dress one day. <laughs> have a second wedding and just wear a red dress for that well yeah i mean i was like um thinking about it because like during my wedding i didn't wear red i wore like this cream color but um Mm -hmm. like during my mom's wedding she wore red because in china like that's the color you wear it's lucky it's yeah uh, whites for like funerals or something like that and um, oh (laughs) that's that's depressing yeah (laughs) Uh, but, I mean, like, I think a lot of people over there, like, wear white now because it's just, like, Western culture, like, creeping in. Oh, yeah, for um, sure. But, yeah, I was thinking, it's like, I really do want to have, like, a vow renewal or something where we can invite, like, all of our friends and family, especially the ones that didn't get to come to our wedding the first time. And I was like, mm-hmm. for that, I'll wear a red dress. <laughs> Perfect. I love I'm it. shaking you my gotta. fist right now. <laughs> so excited <laughs> yeah i was like i had like an emotional attachment to my prom dress for a while so i didn't want to get rid of it yeah yeah but i just should have because it was i don't know i just wanted it for like the sentimental value but i could barely squeeze into it when like on the day of oh really oh yeah like it was just like it was just very tight around my middle and <laughs> I had to do, like, the, like, big breath out as the zipper is going up. And then once it was on, like, it wasn't coming off. Oh, my God. Um, So there's no way that I'd be able to do it up now. I think I could still fit into mine. Yeah. Yeah. I want to try it on. I'm going to try it on next time I go to my mom's house. Okay. You should. <laughs> I'll take a picture of it. I'll feel like Iona from Pretty in Pink. Oh, yeah. Just have your prom dress forever and then... One day you'll become friends with a, a social outcast, a social outcast teenager who makes her own clothes, and she's gonna love your prom dress, and you're gonna give it to her, and she's gonna make a weird boxy dress out of it. That's the dream. It is now. <laughs> you hear that, children? One day when you're teenagers, I'm gonna make friends with one of you. <laughs> And you're gonna get her prom dress. Yep. You better like maybe that's it. what I, maybe that's what I'll do because there was a lot of fabric on mine. So yeah, I don't I'll even save know. It for like, a cool team. yeah, I don't even know what kind of like. I'm not a seamstress or a designer or anything like that. I don't know what kind of dress you could make. Whatever. Now we're not even talking about this movie anymore. We're just talking about our prom. <laughs> I think it's time we wrap this up. Yes, let's get into the rubric. All right, let's I don't do have it. A fun name for this week. That's okay. I don't have one either. Uh, so fun factor. Fun factor. Very high. Yeah, I, that's what I was expecting from you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say if ten. It was Heath Ledger's out of ten, dancing on the bleachers. 
Oh, how many Fast and Furious movies are there? Um, There's like eight now. Yep. This gets eight out of eight Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> for fun factor. That's very high, in my opinion. <laughs> this is a good movie. This movie is so much fun. I think. I think it says it all that like you didn't take a single note while watching it yeah you were just enjoying yourself so much i know i didn't even do my fucking job (laughs) uh yeah i mean it's you just got to sit back and watch a cool movie yeah it's a it's a really great like teen flick movie from the 90s but it's also just like you know it translates so well into just a really great like kind of rom-com yeah like you can enjoy it all ages it's not even based on a good Shakespeare play. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, no offense to Bill, but, like, he's got better plays out there. Yeah. More famous ones and funnier comedies. Yeah. Like, Taming of the Shrew has not aged well, but this movie has. <laughs> Granted, yeah. that's, like, 20 years versus hundreds, but whatever. It's cool. It's cool. Let's compare it's a them. Cool movie. Apples to apples. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> Definitely. I hope that like a couple hundred years from now, somebody can watch Ten Things I Hate About You and give us a commentary. <laughs> I'll come back from the dead for that. Okay. <laughs> Me too. Perfect. Um was it worth it? Yes, yes, it's been, it's been, I don't remember how many years. (laughs) It's been, I don't remember, I don't remember how many years it's been since the last time I watched this movie. A good chunk of years. And it was definitely worth it to come watch it again because it is good. Yes, I agree. Definitely worth it. Never Been Kissed is out. Ten Things I Hate About You is in. I'm very happy I watched this movie. Again. Me too. Again. Yes. (laughs) So would you do it again? Obviously. I know. I kind of, I would watch it again, like, tonight. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's super fun and super, like, lighthearted. And uh, I obviously need to watch it again so that I can pay attention to the nuances a little bit more. I know, you fell asleep for two minutes. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it was, like, during that, like, montage scene when Heath Ledger's, like, trying to get Cat back and just wasn't very Cat doesn't want anything to do with him. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, But also, I was just tired. And I, yeah, whatever. Moving on. Classic Emma. It happened. Okay. It's fine. It's, I don't, I'm not holding it against you. Thank you. I hope your dad doesn't either. He won't. (laughs) I don't know if he's seen this movie, but he should. I don't know if he'd like it, but he might. What's up, dad? (laughs) (laughs) I think it's just like, uh, yeah, I think like the audience it appeals to, like, I don't know. I guess it would appeal to like younger, like teenagers nowadays, maybe. Oh, probably. Because there's always, like, I feel like 
the character of Kat is still, like, there's still that girl. Yes. There's still lots of those girls, especially nowadays, when we're really, like, biting back against the patriarchy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and there's there's so many cat there's so many cats out there you know and they need heath ledger love too yes they do i don't know it's a good movie because it doesn't like it's not about taming the shrew like the taming of the shrew cat doesn't need to get tamed she just manages to find a heath ledger that likes her for who she is yeah Shrewish and, that's and great. wild. Yeah. She doesn't need to be tamed. Mm-hmm. So it's good. It's better than Shakespeare. Ha ha. Suck it. <gasps> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, now it's time for our favorite listeners. It's all of you. Have you seen this movie? Um... I think I asked this question last week, but I'll ask it again because I don't remember. What's your favorite teen movie from 1999? Because there are a lot of them. There were so many. Uh, but this was the best one. This is the best one. So, like, you can tell us your answer, but unless it's 10 Things I Hate About You, you're wrong. It's not <laughs> the best movie from 1999. <laughs> I know I asked for your favorite, but it should be 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah. Uh, you can let us know on Twitter at Impressions Pod or Facebook and Instagram at Second Impressions Podcast. And also, I'd just like to give a shout out to our friend Hannah for sending us a message on Instagram today. Hashtag hot nut alert. <laughs> Did you see that picture, Danica? <laughs> I didn't see the picture. I saw that Hannah sent us a message, but then I didn't actually go in. Hang on, I'm going to go look at it now. It was like, uh, picture i think it was from leandra's instagram and it was like a hot nut cart they're selling hot nuts <laughs> oh a different leandra from a different leandra but it is a hot nut cart peanuts <laughs> coconuts almonds and cashews <laughs> okay we're bringing back hot nuts for 2019 <laughs> <laughs> where else can they get a hold of us danica I can't but I need I need a hot nut stand in my life. Oh, sorry, I got distracted by hot nuts. Um, if you have suggestions for future episodes or alerts for where Danica can get hot nuts in Vancouver, that's a weird sentence. Uh, let us know by emailing us at secondimpressionspodcast at gmail.com. Uh thank you to Keegan for our artwork and I am so sorry about the Mars machine. I don't remember its name. I like Mars Machine. That's what it's going to be called now, posthumously. Rip. Yeah. <laughs> Rip Mars Machine. <laughs> oh, let's start a band and we'll get Jared Leto and we'll call it 30 Second to Mars Machine. Yes. I'm down. Anyway, thank you to Travis for our music and thanks to all of you for listening. My name's Danica. My name's Emma. Please remember to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a follow on Spotify. You're the best. My armpits are itchy. Thank you for sharing. Okay, bye. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs>